Yo, yo, yo. What's going on, everybody? I've been gone for a while. It's been like four weeks, maybe five weeks. I don't know, but it's been a while. But welcome back. I got some equipment set up for the podcast. Haven't set it up quite yet. I need to just dial everything in. But I wanted to check in with you all, tell you all that I love you, tell you all that I've been doing good, recovering, doing the thing. So tune in. Let me know what you all think of this episode. Let's get into it. Yo, what's going on? It's been a couple weeks. Lots been uh, a lot of stuff's been going down with me. A lot, but a little at the same time. I'm sure everybody can identify with that feeling. These days, it's summer in Arizona. It's a grind. Like one-fourth of the way through a grueling summer. Thank goodness we've had some rain. That's been nice. A couple monsoons. Been out there searching for that Sonoran desert toad. Anybody who knows me knows I've got a slight obsession with that toad. Uh, What else is going on? Had back surgery. The last time we did the pod was with Spencer. I was in the midst of some pretty serious pain. And I was able to get some relief from that pain through um, a lower lumbar laminectomy, which is when they uh, go in and they take a little bit of the disc out of your spine. So what I had been dealing with, I had been dealing with a ruptured L5-S1 vertebrae. It completely ruptured and was pressing up against my sciatic nerve and was causing a lot of pain. But now I'm over it. I'm pain-free. Shout out Dr. Dwayne Pitt. He's out in Scottsdale, an amazing surgeon. That guy has hands of gold. Truly gave me a second lease on life. I'm so grateful for people who stick it out and go to med school and grind through fellowship and grind through the residency programs. I think he went to residency at USC and then fellowship at Loma Linda. So also, again, shout out Adventist Health. Anybody who knows anything about Adventist Health know that it's pretty dialed in. Again, so thankful for people who grind out through medical school. I would not be able to have received as good as care as I did if it wasn't for those types of people. So shout out, big time shout out. What else? Suns. We've got a game five tonight. Bucks versus the Suns. Some big time stuff going down with the Suns right now. Chris Paul has got the <laughs> the hands of a pirate. That's referring to his, his many t- turnovers. That guy is killing us right now he was our guy in the first game and then game two three and four he has been missing in action so an all points bulletin going out to chris paul and his people where are you chris paul you got to show up 
Devin Booker, too. That guy. The jury is still out on him. Is he a knife fighter? Is he a milk drinker? You got to have some knife. As Jeff Van Gundy said, you got to have some knife fighters. You got to have some milk drinkers on your team. Is he a milk drinker? Is he a knife fighter? Again, another controversial quote, Jeff Van Gundy. And I'm paraphrasing this quote. He's saying that Devin Booker looks like a church boy plays like a hoodlum. So what is it going to be tonight? Are we going to get that gritty prize fighter? Are we going to get the the shy version of Devin Booker? I hope we get the prize fighter, the gritty version, that that nasty version, that Kobe-esque version of Devin Booker tonight because it's going to be a big game. If Phoenix is able to win a championship, we are going to have a parade in a city of 7 million people in the hottest month of the year in August. So I well maybe in August, maybe it'll be I think it'll be in August, maybe it'll be in July. But that's going to be crazy. What is that going to look like for any of my listeners who have ever been to Phoenix? Man, this place is like a pressure cooker in in the summer. Everyone's, it's like apocalyptic. I was talking to my brother about this yesterday, or not yesterday, the other, this last week or earlier this week. He said that we're living in a city that is, a, is like apocalyptic during the summer. You can't even, you can't go outside. I mean, if you get stuck out in the 100, and, we got 122 degrees, I think it was the hottest this year already. If you get stuck out in that, you're toast. I mean, literally and metaphorically toast. So what is that going to look like? We win. It's 100 and freaking 10 degrees outside. Who knows? Maybe we have a monsoon during the parade. That would be crazy. We're all looking forward to something going down in Phoenix. If there's ever a place that needed a freaking championship, it's Phoenix. Weirdly enough, Phoenix has just become a, a destination spot for a lot of people from California. So we are blowing up here. Housing market is crazy. I heard yesterday or not. God, I keep saying yesterday. Everything just happened yesterday. Let's just put it that way. I heard the other day on the news that housing prices have increased in Phoenix 30% in this last year. Rent prices have increased 7%. Everyone wants to come to Phoenix. Eight months out of the year, it's really nice here. Four months out of the year, it is really un- unbearable. I mean, not unbearable, but no way to live your life just running in from air-conditioned space to air-conditioned space. It's pretty, 
That's a grind right there. A true grind. A true, true grind. What else is happening? Britney Spears? Is she going to be able to escape the control of her father? I'm on the edge of my seat with that one. Really kind of bizarre um, thing that's going on there. So weird. I'd be so pissed if I was her. I know a lot of us sometimes I imagine we feel like we have no control over our lives. But that situation is truly a bizarre a bizarre situation. If you don't know about it, I would highly suggest Googling Britney Spears and then clicking on the first link that comes up because some weird stuff going down with Britney Spears. Shout out to Britney Spears, though. I mean, you can't knock the lady. I grew up hearing Britney Spears all over the radio and now to hear that she's going through this, how can you not sympathize with a childhood star that is grinding, grinding for her own freedom to control her own life and her own money. So shout out to Brittany. What else? What do we got going on? What's going on in everybody's life? Got some people in the Northwest enjoying some heat a couple weeks ago. So you know how it feels to hit those 118 digits or 110 digits. And the Northwest is crazy. There's like no, no one has AC out there. I was talking to someone the other day and they were asking, they posted something on their story asking, you know, what do you do when you've got no AC? And I remember being the little 13 or 10-year-old kid in the basement of my house in, in Walla Walla with no AC, and then we were in the basement, so it was pretty cool, but I had the, I think it was like the southern exposure, maybe? I don't know. It was hot in my room. It was so freaking hot, and like most 90s kids going to bed at like 8 o'clock in the summer, it's still bright out, light coming in through the freaking window. It's like 100 degrees in my room, it felt like it was probably actually only 79 degrees with my face two inches away from that fan. That was my lifeline in the heat of the summer days, clinging to that fan. I remember we, there was a point in time where one of the fans broke, and so we had to rotate the fan between the two of us. Uh, I don't know. I think Max was the youngest so he like always had a fan maybe not maybe max just never had a fan who knows all i remember is, is me and cooper my older brother and i we would share this fan and it'd be like every other night and the it in the nights without the fan were just talk about sleepless nights i mean the tossing and turning in the white sheets just just I mean, losing your mind, right? I mean, I was talking to my mom the other day about the heat in uh, eastern Washington before we had 
our rooms in the basement. My dad built us some rooms in the basement. We had our rooms in the attic. Well, not in the attic, but it was like a loft area with two rooms on either side, on the west and the east side. My room was facing the west, I believe, and my brother's room was facing the east. And we would have to take naps. And so in the east, you know, that's where the sun rises. And my brother's room, Cooper's room would be so hot. And my, I was talking to my mom about this the other day and she was laughing so hard on my recounting of, of, of my memory of her asking us to go. And, you know, she's raising us boys. My dad is at work. And, you know, so she's, she was a stay at home mother and she had three boys. We're all two years apart. So I don't know. We're probably like four, six, and eight. And I remember us upstairs trying to take a nap in like the middle of the summer in Eastern Washington. And my mom, you know, she needed a break. So she would ask us to go take a nap. We'd go upstairs and we'd, you know, we'd you ask us to take a nap. That's putting it to diplomatically. But, you know, we would take a nap and we would just be up there. Just, it's like a freaking sauna up there in that, in that loft. It was just, hilarious to for her to get that side of the story from us because she would she would you know put us down for a nap and again we're we're you know probably a little bit too old for taking a nap and the nap was just a, a a vehicle for to deliver her like a half an hour of peace in the middle of the day and she would sit outside and um sunbathe and we could see her. And so it would be hilarious. We would be watching from like this, you know, probably about 85 degree room. We're just watching her sunbathe and we're up here just so miserable. So the, the heat, you got to beat the heat. You got to find some way to freaking beat the heat. Because the heat's coming. The heat is patient. It just waits for you. Thankfully, out here in Arizona, we have, well, I mean, out in eastern Washington, western Washington, all over Oregon, everywhere, everybody I know hits the river and starts floating. If you're not floating the river at least twice in the summer, you're doing summer all wrong. We went out there with my friend Hedda, Dalton, Colette, Mac, Max, the whole gang, a couple other folks, and we're floating the river. And we only, we bought a bunch of edibles, but we only brought one beer and like a pint of Fireball. Talk about a botched, and this is my first time floating the Salt River in, in uh, Phoenix. And so I was just poor planning on everybody's part. Everybody was down to get the, uh, the edibles but there were some of us who really could have used another cold beer. So if you float the Salt River, you got to bring the beers. It's like $19 for an extra tube. Get yourself a cooler, jam that thing down in there. We had like a 30-foot rope. It was just like this small, probably quarter-inch rope, uh, this braided line. 
so nice. It was able to we were able to tether it together, and I was in control of the uh, the cooler float. So that was a lot of fun. If you're in Phoenix and you haven't floated the Salt River, you got to do it. You got to do it. Like I said, it's like nineteen dollars for the floats. It's a great time. You go there, you ride the bus, free parking. Uh, you don't need a bus pass. You don't need to pay for, pay for a bus pass if you get over five floats. So it's nice. You got to beat the heat. Out here, you got to beat the heat. It is insane. I'm really looking forward to getting back to some normalcy here. Midway through this grind. I went up yesterday nor- up north with my buddy Dalton. I got some stuff. I actually just posted on my Instagram. Um, there was a flash flood and man, I'll tell you what, I did not really know what it meant to be witness to a flash flood, but it is something to see. We got the warnings on our phone and we're going up North, North of Payson, about 20 miles to go camping. And we get these warnings and, you know, I mean, I don't know. I I consider myself kind of an adventurous person. So I get the flash flood warning and I look at it. I'm like, okay, whatever. You just keep pressing forward. And then we see all these cars heading in the opposite direction. And as we start getting closer and closer, we see... What do we see? We see like all this rainwater coming off of the the mountain. And we're like, holy shit, man, there's a lot of rainwater. It's like a small water fountain. Water fountain, like a small waterfall. And so we pull over and we see probably a at least a 60-foot wide flash flood river tearing through this wilderness area, probably no more than a stone's throw away from this uh, two-lane highway that we were on. It was incredible. That is truly something to behold. When I came out to Phoenix, I I came out here in 2018, and I would have never thought I ever would see something that insane. But, like, the, the, the... Mother Nature in Arizona, you would you think that it's only the sun, but man, you go up two miles north of Phoenix and it is a whole different beast up there. There is all the critters and creatures you find in the desert plus flash floods, lightning, wind, all the elements. It is crazy up there. We got... Um, we got rained out. Went up to camp yesterday. We got freaking rained out. And then we pulled over. There's this like service road, at least we thought. And uh, we pulled over, opened up this service road gate, and um, drove in. It turned out not be a service road. It was private property. Um, sure, we were on camera somewhere. Shout out to whoever have that land thank you for letting us squat there drink some beers watch the lightning it was nice then we saw a um truck 
coming around the corner. So naturally, we jumped in the truck and drove off because Lord knows we did not want to have to talk to anyone and explain ourselves. After just being ran out of Payson by a flash flood, then we just kept traveling down south. Kind of a weird day, but it was a good day. I had to get out of the heat. And the end of the day, we just had to get out of here. Beating the heat, you got to do it. But apparently there's not as much heat in the Northwest anymore, which is nice. The Northwest in the summer is like the best. I got to get back there. I haven't been back to Washington State since Christmas of 2019. December of 2019 was the last time I was in Washington. I need to get back. Shout out to all my Washingtonian friends. Everybody in Walla Walla, Bellingham, Central Washington, Yakima, Wenatchee, Spokane, Vancouver, Seattle. Big shout outs. I miss everybody out there. I got to get back there. I haven't... My mom came here and helped me out with my back surgery, so that was super nice. I got to see my mom. She's the best. If anybody knows my mom, you know she's an absolute legend. My mom is killing the game right now. So is my dad, but I haven't seen him. I need to get the updates from him. He's loving it because he doesn't watch the um, playoffs because he doesn't have like the ESPN sports channels. He loves it during the finals because he always used to tune in. He's completely out of the loop until the finals come, and then he's in the loop. So he's loving it. He's loving the uh, the back and forth. I got to get his opinion on whether or not he thinks that Devin Booker is a milk drinker or a knife fighter. I'm sure he'd say milk drinker just because he grew up watching Larry Bird, Magic Johnson, Isaiah Thomas, Fab Five, University of Michigan, Sacramento Kings, or the Sacramento Queens, as uh, Shaq would call it. Yeah, it's going to be a battle today. Shout out to Phoenix for getting their shit together. Missed the playoffs for the last 10 years, and now out of nowhere they're in the finals. Shout out Monty Williams. What a legend. What a legend. So I'm back. I had to do another podcast. I had to get back in there. Again, I had to take some time off. Recovering from the back surgery. But now I'm back in the gym. Back doing low rep stuff. I've told people that I have the workout routine of a 55-year-old man. Discovering the elliptical, the stair stepper, the stationary bike, the treadmill. Well, I've used the treadmill before, but... Certainly discovering the elliptical and the and the stair-stepper. I didn't know how much I would uh, fall in love with them. I love the stair-stepper. Interval training on the stair-stepper, interval training on the elliptical, I can get down with that. I've got to adjust my workouts. We're doing low-intensity, low low-impact stuff. High reps. Loving it. I got to get some guests on here. I know a couple of people that are in the healthcare professional world, some practitioners. I got to get them on here to talk. I got to hear from everybody what they want to hear from those doctors. 
because I want to interview. I got a friend who's a dentist, a friend who's a PT, friend who's in res- residency right now. Got to get them all on here. Figure out what's going on in the world of the of the doctors. What is going on in the world of doctors? Everybody's dying now. It's always great to have a doctor friend. If you have a friend that's a doctor, it's like you always feel like you can ask them those borderline personal questions, right? You got to be able to. It's like, what's wrong with this clicking in my knee? Or why does my one eye not open as much as the other eye? What's up with that? Shout out to all the doctors. Again, huge shout out. If it wasn't for doctors, I'd be fucked. I would be a crippled 29-year-old just hobbling around. That is no way to live. I'll tell you what. Six months of dealing with that changed me. But I am so grateful to be back in it. So grateful. That's a huge thing right now is the gratitude. If I could leave you with anything out of this podcast, if you hung in there through my ranting and raving about the Phoenix Suns, I can tell you this right now. Finding gratitude in your life will be the most game-changing thing you'll ever do. I listen to a lot of podcasts. Shout out to Jim Rome. Shout out to Rachel Sager. Joe Rogan. Bill Burr. Tom Segura. Those guys are all great. I listen to a lot of them. And a lot of them touch on the idea of being present, more present, being more connected with people, being more grateful. And I think that's just huge for me. Staying connected with the folks that I love the most. Shout out to my peeps. Shout out to all the people who helped me get through this past six months with the injury, get through these past few weeks. Shout out to everybody giving me rides. Really appreciate that. That's huge. You got to have a crew. You can't go through life without a crew. The crew is so crucial. I mean, you got to have a crew. You got to have a gang of people that has your, have your back, have your best interest in mind. And if you do, you got to show love. You got to be thankful for that because that's huge. At the end of the day, if you don't have... Well, at the end of the day, if you do have a crew, you got to feel the effects of that. You got to feel the love. You got to feel that support. People that are willing to give you the honest feedback, people that are willing to tell you like it is, show you love, pick you up, you know, let you know that when you're you're fucking up. That's that's nice. That's something you can't find really easily. So if I can leave you with anything, today is let that one you know let that person know in your crew like that you appreciate them shout them out tell them that you love them tell them thanks hit them up make a date go and um go get a nice meal i need to do that i've been like craving a beer all day today 
been cleaning the house, took a break to shout everybody out. Go and show some love. Man, now I'm starting to think about food. Speaking of food, shout out to all the people who are vegan. Man, that's hard. When I got my back surgery, came out of that trying to heal myself, trying to get more vitamins, and I realized that I should, instead of eating a bunch of meat, I could eat less meat or no meat. I've successfully cut out chicken, turkey, and beef. I've had some fish because you know, sushi's good. How can you go without sushi? That's a world without sushi is a weird world. So shout out to the sushi, shout out to the vegans, shout out to the vegetarians, shout out to the carnivores, the omnivores, shout out to everybody, but especially shout outs to the vegans. I've fallen in love with the vegan lifestyle, trying to get you know eighty percent of my meals at least vegan. It was easy for me to cut out the meat. The meat was easy. I really, I fell in love like with the idea of health and and giving my body more vitamins and minerals. And so it's been easy to cut out the meat because the meat really doesn't, to me, the way I see it, um, you know, fact checkers and the nutritionists could probably tell me otherwise. But I don't see a lot of nutritional value in the meat. Love the uh, the legumes. Loving those lately. Loving the beans, the rice. I feel like I have so much more energy. And I know everybody probably says that. And it's probably 90% placebo effect. But I have so much more energy. I wake up in the morning. I don't, I don't need coffee. I don't even want coffee. I recover quickly from workouts. I mean, again, I'm doing really low intensity workouts. I mean, or low impact, kind of high intensity uh, workouts. But I've been my recovery is crazy. I love the recovery. Um, yeah, I just feel way better. I feel like everything. And I mean, I'm still having drinking beers and stuff. So, shout out to the beer drinkers too. I mean, like again, you got on every team. You gotta have some knife fighters. You gotta have some milk drinkers. And so, my style right now is 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 dancing along that razored edge. Still drinking beers. That's the knife fighter in me. But had to switch over to the vegan. Well, not vegan, but you know, it's a weird mix. Whatever I'm doing is I'm doing, I'm trying to be more healthy. I'm trying to get myself in line with the vegan lifestyle, cutting out the meat. Pescatarian is what my brother calls it. So maybe I'm a pescatarian. Trying to cut out the dairy too. The dairy's hard because the dairy is in everything. Fucking dairy. It's in everything. Everything has dairy. It's hard not to get dairy, but dairy, like a a lot of dairy makes me feel terrible. I mean, I can't do the dairy. I mean, a little bit of dairy, if I'm eating something and it's got like contains milk label on there, contains dairy, that's fine. But you're not going to see me eating a friggin' cheese pizza. That would destroy me. That makes me feel so sluggish and it just slows me down. I've been loving like all the weird little things I've been finding online with the vegan recipes. So shout out to the vegans. Shout out to the doctors. Shout out to the friends, the crew. A lot of shout outs happening on happening with this round. Shout out to everybody that's just been hanging in there, 
grinding through summer, grinding through 2021. We're halfway through it. We've got essentially two more 90-day segments in 2021 until it's 2022. So my question to you all is what are you going to do with the last two 90-day segments? Some 90-day goals. A couple 30-day goals. You arrive at your 90-day goal. My 30-day goal is to not eat any beef, chicken, or turkey. That is my 30-day goal. And it's probably going to turn into my 90-day goal. Just set one goal and do something every day that gets you close to that goal. You don't have to go out there, learn how to play a friggin' violin in 90 days. Just watch a YouTube video about violins once a day. Listen to a musician podcast, you know, Baby Steps. That's been my my key to recovery through this whole surgery has been baby steps. I'm if you know me, I'm I like to be I like getting in the pocket of intensity. And when I'm rolling and everything's intense, that's what I feel the best because everything is like it's a there's a little bit of like you know, out of control feeling. And I, and I like that feeling, but I really had to dial that back and find some control and sit with myself, um, do some box breathing. If you know what that is, that's been helping a lot to kind of realign where I'm at with myself. So shout out to shout out to all the people making goals, doing it. Two 90-day segments. What are you going to do with it? I'm about to end this podcast and go and get a beer, honestly. No, I'm going to go work out, obviously. I got to work out, and then I'm going to get a beer. It's gonna. I'm going to go hit the stair stepper, do some split squats, try doing some bridges for the first time since my surgery. And then, you better bet I'm going to go get a beer. Because game five is coming up, and all I got to say about that is go Suns. Until next time, checking out. Yee! Thanks for hanging in there with me. It's game five today. Go watch the game five, or don't go watch the game five. Go write down your goals for the next 90 days. Go call someone that's in your crew and let them know that you love them. Shout them out. Go have a nice vegan meal. I know that some people probably cringe at that idea, but it's take some broccoli and some cauliflower, chop it up, and uh, mince it into a little, put a little bit of olive oil in there, salt, pepper, go from there. I love you all so much. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for checking in. I'm going to be coming at you soon with some new guests. Mark my words. Peace.